This is Michelle. This is Mia. And this is Cassie. And, and we know what you did on Fear Street. until June. Right. Well, we're a little behind, but we'll catch up. (laughs) Yeah. So by the time you hear this, prom will be over. Did you survive? (laughs) That might be a good thing. Yeah. (laughs) So we're reading The Prom Queen. Um, It was, when was it published? Did we get to the 90s yet? 92. Oh, 1992. Yeah. Look at that. He's like in the groove at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's allowed to kill people. Yeah. Yes, finally. So we only have one cover this episode, mm-hmm. but it's a pretty awesome one. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's Scooby-Doo again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, she's looking in the mirror and... It's like the mask she would like pull off. Yeah, like, uh, it's like the mask, like the <laughs> Jim Carrey oh, movie yeah, it is. kind of mask. I just feel like she's wearing the dress that every person who went to the prom in the 80s wore. Mm-hmm. Right. It's the dress that should have been in the book. Yeah. Yes. Because the dress that they had in the book, to me, felt like modern. Yeah. It was like low plunging and... It felt like mid-90s, not early 90s. Mm-hmm. Which is back now. That's Maybe true. that's why it feels modern. Yeah. <laughs> but no, this is like peach with poofy sleeves and like off the shoulder sort of thing. It's very 80s. And the corsage. Giant corsage with like two orchids or lilies. Wait, and lilies? baby's breath. Oh yeah, so much baby's breath. I just like the tiara. <laughs> I just don't have that much to say. I mean, I like the skull. It's kind of creepy. Um... It looks pretty cool. It's a good cover. Yeah. It's a cover that I would pick up. Like, if I saw this in the store, I'd be like, ooh, what's that about? Yeah. I think this is the first one, at least that we've read, where I've thought that. Yeah. Like, I don't think I would pick up the overnight and be like, oh, they're (laughs) camping. Cool. This one, I want to know what's going to happen. Agreed. This is the first one to really have, like, a horror element other than, like, the expression on their face looks slightly unnerved. Yeah. You know, this this actually says, I'm a horror novel, and people probably die in here. Yeah. So. And that's probably why they didn't redo the cover. Yeah. Because it's classic. Agreed. I wonder if they repackaged it at all, if they, there's an updated version. Yeah. Maybe yeah, they, they couldn't find it. But... I, I didn't see one at all. Yeah. Maybe they just stopped after a couple. Well, they shouldn't have gone at all, because I don't really like <laughs> seeing cover. Or they should, like, do it now. Yeah. I think they've done some of them now. I think they're just being more circumspect with the ones that they're choosing to do now. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. he's also writing new ones, so, you know. Which is why I think they're really trying to do to. some of them now to, oh. like, redo it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just... So, what do we do next? Can we get into it? No. Dramatic reading. Dramatic. Alright. Cassie's going to do her uh, dramatic reading of the back of the book. I don't think this one will be as good. Dance of death. A spring night. Soft moonlight. Five 
beautiful prom queen candidates, dancing couples with a shady side prom. These should be the ingredients for romance. But stir in one brutal murder, then another and another, and the recipe quickly turns to horror. Lizzie McVeigh realizes that someone is murdering the five prom queen candidates one by one, and that she may be next on the list. Can she stop the murderer before the dance is over? For good. Mm. Oh. I, I love it. it. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to start out with like a little like lighthearted. You did. It was a very good segue. Very good. I practiced this one, guys. Oh, oh nice. Very nice. Were we supposed to practice things? <laughs> I practiced this. Awesome. Um, I spent all my time working on my dramatic entrance with the tiara. Yeah. 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 It was very that dramatic. Was that was good. It really worked on the audio format, too. So. Michelle is definitely the prom queen of this podcast. Yeah. Yes. I came in wearing a tiara. Mm-hmm. Were you actually prom queen? No, I didn't. I didn't Did you go, go to prom? prom? No, I didn't go to my prom. Mm-hmm. We didn't have prom. Penn Hills doesn't have prom queen. We don't either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There must have been something that happened in our area. To re- like, oh, there must have been like a drama, dr- something drama. Like to make a our, murder? To make our schools be like, no more prom queens. <laughs> I don't know if they ever did. Oh, we'll they see. Now I have to figure out if Riverview ever had a prom queen. They had to have. Because that's like, I mean, that's like. 50s yeah. and 60s, that's... But like, in the 50s and 60s, Riverview, I don't, wasn't Riverview. Okay. It was Verona and Oakmont. They had different school districts. Mm-hmm. Maybe when they merged, they got rid of it. Yeah. I wonder. I bet you something happened at Penn Hills when it did. <laughs> like, no more of this. The prom queen got pregnant in the bathroom. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Alright. So, where does our story begin? So, the book opens up in the locker room. Naturally. Of course. Um, and Lizzie and her friends are talking about a murder on Fear Street. Ooh. A girl's dead body has been found on Fear Street. She was a girl from Waynesbridge. And everybody is gossiping about it. Until they're reminded of something more important. Prom Queen no. nominations. <laughs> Uh, Lizzie and her friends run off to the pep rally and are, of course, nominated for prom queen, along with two other friends, Simone, Alana, Lizzie, Dawn, and Rachel are our five main characters. Um, And And they're all friends, apparently. Yeah, apparently. I don't know if they are, because they hate each other. I know, but it was like when they first announced who... Got nominated, it was like they didn't know each other, and then all of a sudden they were BFFs going yeah. to pizza together, yeah. like, acting like they grew up together. I don't know. But then we end on a cliffhanger because it's Carl's time. Right. So, yay. Okay, is Waynesbridge in Shadyside? Because I thought it was another town. It's another town. Yeah, I but thought it was another town. But she said a girl, like, I don't know, she said something about... I thought she said it was an hour away. No, that's the other town with the other body. Is Waynesbridge where the new girl was from? No. I don't think so. But I do think Waynesbridge is reoccurring. I think they get people from there a lot. Um, I just, the way they talked about it made it seem like it was on, like, the other side of Shadyside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought it was. How big is this place? Yeah. Um, I think it's another school district, at least. 
Yeah, that's what I was confused by. Is it another school or is it another town? But I would assume if it's Shadyside High, that's like the only school in Shadyside. So presumably Bridge would be its own town. I didn't think Shadyside was big enough to have two high schools. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Still weird. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was weird and like the whole book I thought this was weird. First of all, they had an assembly to announce prom queen. That's weird to me. Like, why wouldn't you just do it in the announcements? Oh. I guess you guys didn't have prom yeah. queen, so you don't know. It was just, like, morning announcements. We would not have a big assembly to for prom. We like, prom nobody prom. cares. We didn't. No, no yeah. We just announced it. Yeah. We, did, we had a pep rally. It was our homecoming game pep rally. And then part of that pep rally was um, our homecoming queen oh yeah no that had to be like ahead of time especially for homecoming because the pep rally was the day before the game so you had to like have the nominees ahead of time because they had to get dresses and blah 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 whatever else and there were no king nominees like nobody cares about the king i guess we didn't have one Oh yeah, yeah. For homecoming again. Oh really? It was no, just queen? we had no, we and, had boys and girls. Nope, yeah. it was just queen, and then I think they were like queen and consort. Or oh something. yeah, mm-hmm. like BS like that. Um, yeah, um, like a thing. <laughs> so I like how these kids are the most callous kids ever. They're yeah. basically the kids from Scream. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. after Casey dies in the beginning of Scream, and mm-hmm. then they just make fun of it for like an hour. Yeah, that's these kids. Yeah. Right, Dawn <laughs> especially like. So callous. I yeah. loved Dawn at the beginning of this, and then she got terrible. Oh, I liked Dawn at the end. She was a bitch in the beginning. Uh, yeah. In no, the beginning, I, I was like, when I first read the first chapter of the locker room chapter or whatever, I was like, Dawn equals Jessica Wakefield. <laughs> no, I was like, awkward, inappropriate jokes and being emotionally distant in public. Yeah. So Dawn is me. Yeah. <laughs> I did like that. It was like um, chapter two, she became a bitch. Um, but, yeah, and then she just was... It, after she was nominated, yeah. she became a bitch. True, true. Yeah, and she then just she was really annoying. Right. She just okay. kept reinforcing that, like, I, it's all about me and just did, yeah. did you guys picture Dawn from the BSC, though? From the Babysitter's yeah. Club? Yeah. They described For her the sure. same way. Yeah. She's super tan, she's super blonde, she's athletic. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who stole from who here? Right. <laughs> and then, like, at the assembly, they also announced the good news the prom is going to be at a venue right in the middle of uh, Fear Street Woods. Right? Right where somebody just found a dead body. Like, only, that would only happen in Shadyside, where they're like, good news, guys, your prom's gonna be around the corner from where dead bodies are. Well, there's already been two murders in, like, relative vicinity of Shadyside. One of them actually being in Shadyside, and all he has to say about that is, you know about those murders. Make sure you stay safe. Yeah. What? They're used to it, probably. They're like, meh, it's another day that ends right. in a Y. They're like, you know those kids on Fear Street. Yeah, right. <laughs> like Rachel, who's like, oh, God, I live on Fear Street. And I was like, you are dead. You are so dead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious to know if the Halsey Manor house is going to, like, be in this, like, saga at all, like, Halsey, that name's gonna come up because there's that saga series, right. too, not just for trilogy. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like curious, like what is this manor and like who lived there? I've like, never heard. Question. Like I don't recall it. So. I don't remember it. I don't even remember it in this book. So <laughs> yeah, I mean I didn't remember what it was actually called. Yeah. Um. Wait. I have a question. Since you're the only one that had prom queen, 
yeah. did you have a $3,000 scholarship attached to it? No. Well, because you, what? Yeah, no. Well, no, you know, not. we didn't, she obviously didn't have a uh, Gary Brandt <laughs> <laughs> with his dad's uh, car dealership. Right? That's Gary, right? From the from overnight? The overnight. Yeah, okay. yeah, I think so. That's what I That's, I thought that was Gary from right. the overnight. Yeah, which yeah. Della didn't inform me that his dad owned a car dealership. Della didn't care anymore. Yeah. We knew he had money, so apparently yeah. he has that car dealership money. Della was upgrading. Yeah. Maybe both her car and her boy. After the pep rally, everybody goes out for pizza. Pete's Pizza! It's finally here! Yes. I've been waiting. So they talk and they eat and they bully each other. Yes. Because they're all plastics. And friends. Which is what they're called. They're the plastics. They're terrible yeah. to each other. Yeah. Um, and then Simone sees something out the window and runs screaming out of the restaurant <laughs> and then the chapter ends. This is cliffhanger number two, by the way. I am going to keep count. Two chapters, two, two. cliffhangers. What was the other cliffhanger, Yona? Uh, the first one is, um, I don't remember. Simone does Something about Simone. No, she doesn't disappear. It's funny, that silly threat was the first thing that flashed through my mind two days later when we learned that Simone had disappeared. Okay, that was it. Okay. So he flashes, like, forward to Simone mm -hmm. disappearing. And I'm like, dude, he, like, messes with time a little bit a couple of times. Yeah. Well. Um, so, yeah, this entire chapter is basically, they eat, they're mean to each other, Simone so, runs out screaming. So mean. <laughs> So mean. It's Simone's like, I'm Rachel. I'm poor. Yeah, I know. Like, seriously. <laughs> How are they friends? They're not friends. No. They and then they're each like, other. after she was out screaming, that clip oh, yeah, and then yeah. they find out that she's screaming at her boyfriend. Yes. Justin. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who's clearly hot because his name's Justin. It's <laughs> very possible. I just forgot about that chapter. And then, you know, then they they proceed to sit around and talk about how they all went on dates with them. Right? Every Behind single one back. of them. Every one of them. Except for not Lizzie. Not yeah, Lizzie. not Lizzie. Lizzie's the only one. Because Lizzie has, like, a serious relationship with somebody she's never going to see again. Right. And she can't even talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Do you remember long-distance phone calls? <laughs> yes, I do. It's terrible. I can't imagine, like, being pen pals with a guy, though. Like, if we couldn't talk on the phone, oh, I feel yeah. like it would just be, like, whatever. I mean, Done. I guess they're seniors. It's the end of their senior year. So if they're planning on going to the same college together or whatever, it's not that bad. But then she yeah. doesn't write to him ever. Like, all this crap's going on, she doesn't even bother writing to him. She has some other things going on. Yeah, I like, know, huh? but if somebody was trying to kill me and I had a boyfriend that I couldn't even talk to about, like, I would be writing him, like, hello, help me. I'm no, I would have called him. I'd have been like, <laughs> yeah. I, will, I will pay for the bill. I need to talk. Yeah, go buy a phone card. Yeah. Um, okay. Now is it a few days later? Yes. Alright. So it's a few days later, and Simone's late for rehearsal, and they can't get a hold of her. There's no answer at her house, and Lizzie's like, alright, cool, I'll go look for her. I'll see her if she's, Obviously. like, around the school, you know, and Lizzie goes, and she, she looks <laughs> for her, and then she gets locked in a stairwell in with somebody else. Ooh. Cliffhanger number three. <laughs> I thought that's where the body was going to be. Yeah, Did you? me too. Yeah. I thought for sure. I thought she was going to trip over a body. Yeah, yeah. I she couldn't see, and she's like feeling around for the door. I'm like, oh, she's totally going to trip over a body. I thought it was in the gym, and I was like, oh, yeah, there's going to be a dead body. Like, definitely in the gym. Oh. 
I, I didn't. At this point, I was so, like, cliffhangered out already that I was like, it's nobody. It's Robbie. Um, Good old Robbie. Yeah, I was like, it's it's not even worth my time worrying about it. Yeah. Um, did anybody else kind of hope that, like, Don and Rachel were the first ones to go? Yes. Just yes. because, like, you guys, really? Yeah. She's supposed to be your friend, and you're like, yeah, I totally went out with them. And yeah. Rachel has a boyfriend. Yeah. So not only yeah. did she go out with her friend's boyfriend, but she went out with her friend's boyfriend and cheated on her own boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. She's so dead. She lives on Fear Street. Uh, she cheated on her boyfriend with her friend's boyfriend. She is the deadest of all dead. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. Oh, definitely. Oh, I love when they come up from a payphone. Yeah. Me too. I was like, oh, I remember doing that. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, he's like, does anyone have change? Yeah. yeah. Or do you guys remember going to the mall and you were t- supposed to call your mom to pick you up when you were ready to leave? So you would call Colette and hang up. You would, no, you would call and you know how you have to give your name? Yeah. And you'd go, Mom, I'm ready to pick you up. And then you'd hang up. Yeah. And she'd hear, Mom, I'm ready to pick you up. <laughs> but my mom would always be like, okay. Like, answer me. Oh, no. And she'd, yes. She'd accept the yes. charges. Yes. She would just say, okay. And I'm like, don't say anything. Oh, yeah. It's terrible. Oh, so mom. she wouldn't allow me to do it anymore. So then I had to, like, actually call her. Call her with change. So then you had to find, like, a quarter. Yeah. But did you ever, do you remember Minerva Mall? Like, do you remember the phone bank in the food court? Yes. And how it was always packed. You could, like, never even get to a phone. What were those people talking about? <laughs> Who had conversations on paper? I don't know. Like, I called Monroe my mom. Mall. Yes. I called my mom from there to say, hi, pick me up, or whatever. But I, these, there were always people on there just, like, talking. Oh, oh yeah. Like, the whole thing was, I could never even call my mom, like, half the time. Were they warning each other about zombies? Yes, because uh, uh, Night of the Living yes, Dead sequel. That's what I said it. Dawn, Dawn of the Dead. Dead. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. That's what still I said it. <laughs> it was all. Good Pittsburgh knowledge. Yeah, yeah, way to go. And I'm not even the Pittsburgher. My, uh, my parents had friends that were extras in that movie. Nice. I feel like everybody's parents had friends that were extras in that yeah. movie, because we do <laughs> a lot of extras yeah. for that movie. Mm-hmm. They were like, you, can I put zombie makeup on you? Good, you're right. Nice, there were zombies? That's I don't know. I think at least one of them was, um, I, one of them was probably one of the bikers because my, uh, parents are also bikers. Okay. Now we're on chapter four, right? We are on chapter four. I have notes, but they're all, like, Was Robbie a student? I couldn't figure it out. I thought he was in, like, he was, like, the stage the, manager of the play. He was, like, the director. I thought he was, like, oh. a student director. Was yeah, he was not? he a student? I don't, I couldn't figure it out. Like, I thought at first, I was, like, they were, like, it's being directed by blah, blah, blah. And I'm, like, well, maybe that's just a, an adult. Like, see, but then. But when they call, when the, later when the cops, like, have everybody and they're questioning them, they have him with the teenager. Yeah, and he's, like, eating cookies and they're, yeah. like, looking at him weird. And if he was, like, an adult, I don't think they would, like, say right. anything. I definitely think he was a student. Yeah, I just, it was weird to me that he was, like, running the show. Like, yeah. wouldn't there be a, an advisor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was weird to me, too. Yeah, there was, like, no faculty there advisor. There was no adults. We weren't allowed to do anything extracurricular without a faculty advisor. No, no. we weren't allowed to be in school without one. Yeah, like, there, no, that would have never been a thing. Yeah. Um, well, I didn't like him anyway. I like that, uh, <laughs> so I related a lot to Lizzie. A, because we are hair twins. 
because she has, like, crazy curly, frizzy hair. And she's claustrophobic, which I'm also claustrophobic. <laughs> and she's, like, freaking out in the stairwell, and I'm like, I feel you, Lizzie. I feel you. <laughs> so Lizzie and me were like this. Yeah. But she was just screaming for no reason, because it was dark. There was no dead body. She heard somebody in there, and she was locked. If I was teacher. I was locked in the stairwell, I would be freaking I out. Guess. I don't like being places where I can't get out. Yeah. No. The gym teacher just showed up and was like, why are you screaming? No, it was the janitor. <laughs> it was the janitor. Oh, the creepy okay, janitor. Okay. Who keeps turning up. Yeah, he was like uh, red He was also a, sus- yeah, a suspect in my mind. Oh, really? It's like, maybe it's the janitor. Oh. I actually knew who it was from the beginning. Oh, I yeah. knew. I knew by the middle. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> okay. So, I don't know if I guessed or if I just, like, remembered, but I don't, like, subconsciously mm-hmm. remember. But uh, chapter four is where we get our first red herring of, like, all, there's so many red herrings in this book. There's a lot of characters Um, in this book. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, while Lizzie's looking for Simone, she goes and asks Dawn, who's at tennis practice, covered in blood. This is never resolved either. No. No. She's just like, I fell into a fence. Yeah. (laughs) And she, like, takes off, like, I can't be bothered to talk about it. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, God. I'm just assuming, because she was in, like, her tennis whites, I'm just assuming she got her period. And then was, like, Why would so awkward about it. Why would that? Because they're not really friends. That's true. They're not really <laughs> friends. She's like, I don't know, I'm a little too offense. I gotta go, bye. She had scratches on her face. Yeah. And Which, I'm like, from a fence? What the hell is she doing to that fence? <laughs> does she have a tennis shot? Gross. That's what I was wondering. Gross. Well, if she doesn't, then the next chapter of this book would be like, and then Dawn dies. Yeah. <laughs> um, so after she runs into Dawn, uh, Lizzie goes over to Simone's house mm-hmm. and to look for her to be like, why did you not show Where up? Where are you? Which turns out to be a bad idea because she goes up to Simone's room and finds it torn to pieces, and there is a puddle of blood on the carpet, and it's not cool. Um, and it's cliffhanger number four, because that's where it ends. And I'm, right. I'm sorry, that's a cliffhanger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, totally. Yeah, so, I guess, did you guys have the janitor as a red herring, or did you have yeah. him? See, I didn't, I didn't suspect oh, I didn't even him. suspect the janitor at all. I did I didn't. It, whenever he let her out of the stairwell, but as he shows up again, he shows up like two more times, and I think by the second by the second time, you I was like, like okay. I was that like, what's sense. this dude's story? Yeah, my first two red herrings were Dawn because she's covered in blood, and Ravi because he like peels out of there because they canceled practice or the the like rehearsal, and he like drove away super quickly, and he was like bitching about how much of a pain in the ass. Uh, Simone is because she's always late for rehearsal mm-hmm. and stuff. So I was like, okay, that's two red herrings right there. Or two suspects. Nah, red herrings. Red herrings. Um, this is the chapter where I knew the end. Oh, jeez. I actually made a call. I, like, wrote it down, like, oh, this is what happened. Uh-huh. And I didn't realize that's what actually happened, and it totally was. Like, every piece of it. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, sorry, this is completely random, but I just saw my notes from, like, a couple chapters ago that I forgot to say. Mr. Abner is alive. Yeah! He is alive. They talk about him, they walk into the gym, and he's like... He announced the candidate. Yeah. Was that Mr. Abner? Yeah. 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 From the overnight. I thought that was the principal. No, the principal... Wait, the principal may have... He might have announced the principal. 
Oh, he was the teacher. He talked to them. He talked to them when they came in late. He was like, "Girl, I remember." And I was like, "Mr. Ebner is alive," because they never, they never cleared that up in the overnight. We have confirmation. Mr. Abner made it. Yay. <laughs> this had a lot of overnight. Uh, I like that. I love those little, like, Easter eggs. Yeah, yeah. I did. Um, That's perfect because we read those two back to back. I know. So Lizzie almost passes out, and then instead of reading, or reading, instead of uh-huh. leaving the room, she goes into the room. Did she pass out? She's feeling like faint. Oh, okay. She doesn't pass out, but she's feeling faint. So she goes into the room and she like opens a window and And I was like the whole time that was happening, I'm like, evidence, evidence, you're yeah, fucking yeah. up all the evidence. All of Shady Side needs to sit down and watch some freaking CSI. <laughs> I was gonna say Law and Order, but the ID a, channel. Something. All of the above yeah, forensic files. Yeah. Right. Anything. I'm like right. fingerprints, uh like, you're yeah. stepping in the blood, you're yeah. like, you're just messing everything up. <laughs> so she sees somebody out the window mm-hmm. running away, and the police are called, and then the next day, everyone gathers at Simone's okay, to speak to the Okay, but first, can we talk about how her parents could give a fuck? Like, they don't care at all that their kid is missing. They're like, oh, we made cookies for the cops. Do you guys want cookies? Are you kidding me? They're, like, totally wrecked. They were, like, making cookies. Her mom, like, can't function. Her mom's, like, they didn't make the cookies. She was, like, taking them out of a package. I don't know. And she was, was, like, like, it was, like, that busy work you do when you can't handle something. They were literally, she couldn't even talk. Like she tried to talk to Lizzie and she just. Quit. I was wondering why Lizzie's parents didn't give a fuck. Why wouldn't they be there with her? Yeah. Where were anybody's parents? Right, on like the, scene? I, the cops wanted to talk to me because yeah, I yeah. walked in and found like a crime scene. Like my parents would have been like, okay, like we're gonna go talk to the cops and like why we're gonna be there with you. Yeah. Why are the cops talking to them all at Simone's? Yeah, I thought that was weird. And why the next day? Like, hi, yeah. time's a ticking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And why? I, no way are they all 18. At least one of them has to be 17. Which right. means you need a parent there. Right. Right. It's and all not weird. somebody else's They parent. should have visited people at their homes, or they should have called people into the police station. That night, too. Yeah. Like, why well, wait until the next day? She's Lizzie, missing. Every, yeah. Lizzie should have been yeah, that yeah. And night. she was. Like, she had said, I already told people. I already told yeah, them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was, just, it was just weird the way they did it. Yeah. Um. But, uh... I like how Alana and Justin totally gave uh, up Robbie. He was red herring more because they were like, oh, it's totally Robbie. She, she, he hated her. Well, they were trying to throw shade on someone else yeah. because Justin and Alana the night before were, were getting it on mm-hmm. because Justin is the biggest man horse ever. Yes. Ever. Like, I feel like maybe he has a condition. <laughs> he has a, he's a sex addict, but it wasn't a thing back then. It, I think he was a sex addict. It's yeah. the only explanation for all of the crazy dumb shit he does in this book. Right. How come he didn't get killed? He should have been the first Ugh. one killed. He really should have been. I kept like, throughout the book, I was like, and it's Justin. <laughs> and it's Justin. <laughs> still and Justin not Justin <laughs> it's Justin okay so was um Simone was she like African American was she 
Because they describe her as dark. Yes. So, oh, I didn't know what that meant. I don't know. I was too, uh, I was too into, like, the whole Dawn looking like Dawn Schaefer from the Babysitter's Club. Yeah. So I wasn't paying attention to what anybody else looked like. They say that she's, they say she's dark. Oh, maybe no, she is. it's not. Yeah, they don't yeah. really describe it past that. I re- I feel like one of the things I hope they do in the updated books is have a bit more diversity. Yeah. Because these have, like, none. Yeah. It's, like, so heavily veiled diversity, oh, though. Terrible. Right. That's why I'm like, is she like, the, the, like, super secret yeah. Probably. diverse character? Or, Probably. Um, I just found it, like, a minute ago. Now I can't find it. Oh. To add on to Shadeside Cops are the worst... Yeah. Um, when they're like, well, it doesn't look good, you better prepare yourself for the worst, she's been gone for, like, 12 hours. Yeah. You're the worst person in the world. Right. And they don't, like, go looking for her. I understand there's blood, but yeah. what if, I still feel like they should have gotten out the dogs and combed the Fair Street woods. Maybe that's why they didn't. They were like, well, she's in there. <laughs> they probably didn't want to know what else was in those woods, <laughs> you know? It is Fair Street. Werewolves. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, it says she's tall, dark, and well... And well... Dramatic looking. Yeah, yeah. No, she definitely so, was... I didn't really know what that meant. Yeah, I don't know what that She was the diversity... Dramatic looking. That's like saying exotic. Oh. Well, she's an actress. Dramatic, you know. Yeah, I think dramatic's a little better. I don't think it's a little was, better. I don't think he was going there. Not much better. Oh. Um... So everybody gives their stories. Dawn is, I, I say Dawn's still lying about tennis, although I don't even know if that's a lie. She was no. playing tennis. But there's no way she, uh, I'm calling shenanigans on the whole bloody outfit thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, then after they leave Simone's, someone runs up to Lizzie confessing to murdering Simone. Mm-hmm. Cliffhanger number five. Wait, in this chapter is also where... We find out that Elena and Justin were yeah. like, getting it on because they yeah. really didn't. He, she never. She didn't confess to that at Pizza. No, no, no. So then, yeah, when no. they get their backstory, they were they're like, "We studying. were studying." Yeah, yeah. So, and then she's like, "Oh my god, you were fooling around with them too." Literally everybody. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to hear a single word about Suki from any of them. <laughs> yeah. Right. I was thinking that, too, when Suki got brought up. I was like, how dare you people? Yeah. Maybe Justin Stiles will be the new, like... <laughs> He's terrible. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, so... It is another boy from school, Lucas Brown, mm-hmm. who's running up after her. Mm-hmm. Lucas Brown is the worst. The worst. And is he also Robbie? So creepy. Is he all what? Is he also Robbie from The Overnight? Uh, maybe. Because I feel like he was. Yeah. <laughs> maybe the Robbie Except from for, like, this one is... So... I think they're friends. Yeah. I think oh, they're totally, totally friends. Who, totally. Robbie and Lucas? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it was, like, with, besides from the corny... I mean, he had corny jokes. They weren't as bad as the overnight Robbies, but besides from that, it was, like, he was him. Yeah. Yeah. He was just, like, creepier, though. Like, generally creepier. Oh, he was... Robbie was creepy, too. He was, like, yeah, but two girls Robbie... in the tent, Denise, yeah. and all yeah, that Yeah, but stuff. Robbie was all talk. Lucas did shit. Yeah. yeah like, true. Robbie didn't stalk anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like... So, Lucas was, like, Robbie on steroids. Yeah. So, yeah. so, it's Lucas Brown. He's joking about killing Simone, which is a terrible joke. And, um, apparently he 
used to date Simone, which I don't buy. Why? Oh, why don't you? She was like, he doesn't have a single friend. You know? <laughs> that I buy. I do, right, but right. it's like, okay, he doesn't have a single friend, but somehow this like really beautiful girl, like who queen, got an elected prom queen, right, is like out with them. went out with them. No. That's bullshit. I do not buy it. So supposedly it's something he wants to tell Lizzie, but thank God Lizzie just gets in the car and drives away after he tries to like assault her. Yeah. Um. And then on her way home, she remembers something about the man she saw running from Simone's. Cliffhanger number whatever chapter we're on. Six. Six. Um, oh, Lucas. But that was Sorry. my third red herring. Lucas? Lucas. Um, I knew it wasn't him because he was too much of a red hair. Exactly. But, yeah. I, but still, red hair. Red I hair. thought maybe Lucas was in on it. Not the killer, but kind of like an accomplice. Yeah. Uh, because he was just so awful. Yeah. And I... He was terrible. Yeah. And also, <laughs> can really somebody pathetic. please tell me how close worse. together his eyes were? Because that's all she ever talked about. <laughs> were they both on his nose? Like, is how that where, was it like one eye here, like on one side of the nose, one eye on the other? Because the way she talked about <laughs> he it. He had like a unibrow, but eyeballs. Oh, he's a cyclops. If you're cross-eyed, like, don't read this book. There's <laughs> a lot of offensive cross-eyed oh. jokes about Robbie. Or not Robbie. No. Robbie 2.0. Robbie 2.0. Wait, isn't the stage director's name Robbie? Yeah. Yeah. Is that Robbie? Maybe. Maybe. But he wasn't making his joke. Yeah. He has a completely different personality. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, ugh. I don't like that guy. I did not like that guy. Uptight. Yeah. Okay, so on the way home, she actually, Lizzie remembers that Simone dated Lucas so she could go to baseball practices, apparently, yeah. um, to get in good with Justin. I don't understand why she didn't just go to baseball practices. It seems a lot less complicated. And also, she wouldn't have had to be anywhere close to this guy because Lucas is terrible. Yeah. Right. I bet Lucas hangs out with Corey. They're both stalkers. They are. Yeah. Um, but also, like, his, his Corey's friends would probably think that Lucas is hilarious. Probably. Yeah. So. Even though he's not at all. No. There's And there, he's a jock, too. He's on the baseball team. Yeah. So. But, like, second-tier jocks. Yeah. Not, like, football wrestling. Not well, and I think guys. Lucas is, like, third-tier because he doesn't get to play much either. Oh, yeah. True. So. Um, so, like, gymnast. Bean. <laughs> I know. Burn. <laughs> so, um, I actually was really close when Lizzie, like, remembers something about the guy. Mm-hmm. I thought that, because, you know, when, um, so when Lizzie sees somebody running out the window from Simone's, yep. she sees that person carrying a sack, and it's, like, person size. Yeah. So when she re- remembers something after thinking about baseball, I thought it was, like, an equipment sack. Yeah, that would make and sense. I was like, oh, it was not an equipment sack. No. Um, it was... The person was wearing the maroon or red, yeah. red, they're red, the red uh, baseball jacket. Yeah. Like that red silk, you know, yeah. baseball jacket that you get. And hat. And the hat. Yeah. Right. But I feel like aren't all athletes given the same type of jacket? I don't think so, no. It's just like this one was just specific to baseball. Because I remember we had like, I think everybody, the football jackets were heavier, I think. Yeah, maybe they had like spring and base, summer. Yeah, the jacket. baseball jackets were kind of lighter. Yeah. Maybe everybody got both of them. But or you could pick between yeah, the two. Yeah, I don't know. But apparently, in Shady said they had specific jackets for 
specific sports. Right. Because she was like, it has to be baseball. Yeah. Like, I think it was like that silk with the cuffs on the bottom. Yeah, the stripes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Can I tell you who my suspects were at this point? Yeah. I thought Rachel, because she needed this money. She's poor. I thought that in chapter one. Okay, yeah. I mean, this is, I didn't <laughs> yeah, eliminate yeah. her yet, though. I thought Gideon, because he wanted Rachel to win, because that was, because he's, because his girl, like, she's poor. Yeah. And he wanted to help her out. Yeah. Okay. And then I thought Justin, because he was, like, asking everybody out. I didn't understand what that was about. And then I thought Simone, because mm-hmm. missing equals, like, I don't know. Why, why missing? Why not just dead? Yeah. You yeah. Know? And then I thought Kevin, because they kept bringing him up, and he's, like, long distance, and oh. I'm like, oh, nothing's yeah. happening with that, and, like, what? I don't know. Just, it was... Oh. It popped into my head that if he was, if he kept being brought up, it must be for a reason. I think Stein just wanted to make sure we were aware that Lizzie wasn't an old maid. Mm-hmm. And also give her, like, a reason not to date Justin mm-hmm. other than he's terrible. Right. And I also or really think, I really think R.L. Stein right. likes to have, like, leading ladies who the guys want and she doesn't want them. Agreed. Because that happens a lot. Uh, yeah, I definitely think that's a thing. Okay, so we're going to skip ahead, and by us, I mean R.L. Stein. <laughs> the next chapter is two weeks later, and Simone is still missing, and the girls are going to the mall to get dresses for prom, and then they're going to ca- catch a movie. So Okay, and can I just say, at this point <laughs> is when they're like, let's blow off 7th and 8th and go to the mall and have a calorie yeah. fest and see the new Christians later. Yes. Oh, it's so true. Oh, my God. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. So who's who in this? Um, Rachel is Ty. Yeah. Rachel is totally Ty. Red hair, yeah. poor, all that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dawn, I guess, would be... Cher. Amber. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah. And I guess Elena's, like, Dion. Yeah. Because she's, like, not really mean, but she's not, like, Alright. Not Lizzie Cher. I guess Lizzie Cher, but she's I don't know. Really. Not really. Not, I don't think there's a Cher in this book. <laughs> but they still wanted to blow up 7th and 8th. Oh, yeah. yeah. And go to see the new Christians later. Yep. Which, I spent way too much time trying to figure out what Christian Slater movie this was, and yeah. I'm pretty sure it was no. No, no it wasn't. There, <laughs> I did too. So I definitely looked time. up his movies and was like, there's nothing like <laughs> I, I, like, I looked up the year this book was published, and then I looked at everything that came out that year, and then I was like, but it was probably written the year before, so I looked up the year before and all the movies he no. was in. I was all Christian about it. Christian Slater was only in, like, movies like Heathers and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. He wasn't in, like, he was in other spy style. movies or whatever. Didn't he? What was he in with, uh, was he in True Romance? Wasn't he in that? That was Christian Slater, right? Oh my god, you're... You know when they were trying on those dresses, Rachel was like, it's my hips, isn't it? <laughs> but also, like, this is where Dawn became a bitch. Because, oh. first of all, she was like, oh my god, Lizzie, you're gonna go by yourself? How could you do that? Yeah. That's so shameful. And she's like, it no, doesn't it's not matter Dawn. what you wear. Because you're not winning. Yeah. And then she literally ripped the dress out of Lizzie's hand. If I was Lizzie. She was a bitch, and I wanted her dead. This is the part where I was done. This with is her. where I was always I was like, I hope she's next. It. I hope yeah. she's next. Yeah. Whatever. I just thought that Dawn's like, a bitch. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah, and I thought that they were when she went to try that dress, they were gonna leave her. I'm like, leave her ass. Leave her there. Like I would have left. I would have been like, bye. Same two hours ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would have been like, bye, we gotta go. 
Like, yeah. leave her in there. I mean, she just took a dress right out of your hand because she was like, I look better yeah. in it, and it doesn't matter what you wear because I'm going to be prom queen anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I would have just been like, go ahead and try it on, and I would have left. Yeah, that was terrible. So I want to say one more thing about Dawn. The whole time that she was like, oh, I don't know who I'm going to ask because pro- I don't know who I'm going to go with because probably this person, this person, or this person. I was like, you know what, Dawn? Stop bragging about your dates. Probably nobody's asked you. You don't have any dates. Yeah. You think you're hot shit, but you're not done, and I want you dead. <laughs> Whoa. Damn. She was a bitch. She is. So uh, then they go to Jessica Wakefield, I'm telling you. <laughs> then they go to see the new Christian Slater, which is not a movie that exists. And while standing in the snack line, Lizzie sees Justin and Suki. And it's Suki! And I was like, dude, girl, what are you doing, Suki? His girlfriend just disappeared. Yeah. Not cool. And what happened to Gary? That didn't last. (laughs) They weren't meant to be. That didn't last. (laughs) Maybe this is why Suki has a reputation, because, like... You know. She went out with Justin. But then yeah, yeah. everybody went out with Justin. Yeah, that does not get you a reputation. But they didn't go true. out with him publicly. That just makes her better than them. Because <laughs> she's not sneaker around. Yeah, but it's like, okay, but it's just, it looks bad when somebody's going missing and you're going out on the movies with their boyfriend yeah. in public. Like, at least do it on the DL. She still got the spiky hair and though, so I'll give it to her. Dawn never showed up to the movies, right? No, no, no. Dawn's there, and then she goes to, like, the bathroom or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she then she never comes back. So Rachel goes to look for her. And then she's, like, knocked out on the back of the mm-hmm. theater, and nobody noticed. Right? Don't understand. Yeah. And then they don't take her to the hospital. And no. I'm like, concussion, hello, why are right. you? If you're knocked out cold, who's ever been knocked out cold? Have you? Nobody in like, real life. Yeah, okay, so, but if unless, you have, it's really bad. Listen, unless you are, like, Afghani Malkin. Yeah. You've <laughs> never been... <laughs> Yeah, like if you're a professional boxer. Yeah. You know, but they take them, I'm sure they go and get their heads checked after the match. Um, you know, like they're well, just like, go home, sleep it off. If you don't wake up, meh. Yeah, I really, I have to say though, I really liked how the theater, the manager of the theater was like freaking out and couldn't handle anything. And Lizzie was like, you call 911. Yeah. You do, you know, yeah, go yeah. get her some water. You do this. It's like, go, Lizzie. Where did you I talk? like how the, 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 whatever. Uh, employee went and got the manager a drink first before he decided to call her. <laughs> Did you see that? Did you notice that? He was like, he came over with a drink for the manager, and then he was like, get the first aid kit. And I'm like, oh, why weren't we getting the first aid kit first? He's like, get me a drink, and then get the first aid right. kit. <laughs> yeah. So this is where I, first of all, I started suspecting Rachel for real because she, she went. She went, you're right. Um, yeah. So that's when I started suspecting Rachel for real, but my fourth red herring was in this book, and that is Dawn. And I was like, oh, she's not dead. Faking she it. just attacked herself so that uh, she could, like, make it look like they were trying to kill yeah. her. But really, she's the murderer. I didn't. So. I started. I originally had that idea whenever she was, like, knocked out. I'm like, she's right. faking. But then when right. we were driving him, there was, like, a bump on the side of her head. I'm like, that's kind of, like, I mean, that, that, yeah. takes, that takes some commitment. Yeah, you know I, I mean? think she was that hard. For the, like, a bump to come. Right. Well, I also thought she was faking all the guys she was seeing, so I thought she was committed to the bit. Yeah, she definitely was faking. She was definitely, like, trying to talk herself up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there was a cliffhanger at the end of this one. Oh, wow. Well, I think we're down First one. First time. All right. Wasn't there a cliffhanger whenever they found her in the, like, Iowa? But it's the same Those. chapter. Oh, okay. So it doesn't end on a cliffhanger. Okay. 
So apparently Dawn was attacked by someone in the darkened theater. Uh, they hit her in the head, and she probably has a concussion. They don't bother to go shut the movie off and look to see. Oh no 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 no, 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 no! She didn't see who it was, and yeah, they don't seem to care. They're like, well, there's exits in there, so they could just leave, so we won't bother to check. Well, what if they're in there? Yeah. So why don't you just go test for Jesus? Um, there was a cliffhanger at the end of this chapter. Was there? What was it? Uh, so we're on chapter seven or what? chapter eight? Chapter eight. Um. We haven't gotten into it yet, but... There wasn't one at the end of Chapter 7, was there? There was. Uh, the end of Chapter 7 was, It's Dawn, something terrible has happened. Yeah, like, when they find her. Oh, okay. So nothing really seems to come of Dawn getting hit in the head, and they just kind of go home. Mm-hmm. I guess. So the girls go home, Lizzie tries to do her homework, and she tries to write to her boyfriend, Kevin? Is that his name? Yes. Um... But she doesn't. Yeah, but she doesn't. Because she never writes to him. (laughs) And I don't even know why he's not just moved on. So, then she gets a frantic call from Rachel, who's crying and asking for help. And he's like, honestly, I thought somebody was in the middle of killing Rachel. Yeah, And then I was like, if somebody's killing you, why did you call Lizzie? (laughs) 911, bitch. Did she say someone's killing me? No, but Uh, that's what she made it seem like. I need your help. No! I mean, come on. So then she drives like a psycho. She does drive like a psycho. Well, first of all, we have to talk about the cliffhanger at the end okay. of this. Oh, yeah. Which is, then the line went dead. Uh, Rachel's okay. calling, she's freaking out, and the line goes dead. Yeah. And, um, I'm sorry, but I was, when I was reading this, I was just like, if this is not a fake out, Rachel deserves to die. Yeah. Because holy hell, you're dumb, call 911. Yeah. Totally. So, yeah, then... She drives like a maniac. Yeah, Lizzie goes she, driving off like And there's another stuff. roadkill incident. Two Fear Street. She drives like a maniac to Fear Street by herself in the middle of the night. Great and kills idea. another animal. In the middle of a storm. This is right. what's haunting Fear Street. All these dead roadkill <laughs> animals. <laughs> yes. Really? Which you think is a body. Right. Yes. Because that's the cliffhanger, right? Yes. yes. She ran over somebody. That's exactly and what it was is. like a person. She thinks she ran over somebody, and she gets out, and it's a raccoon, and raccoons are not size, so, no. wow, Lizzie, maybe you shouldn't be driving without glasses. Well, maybe no. on Fear Street they're people size because they have all these, remember? The maybe. first one, they were like these. It's a, soft, it's a were-raccoon. Maybe it's a raccoon of unusual size. Yes. It's an R-O-U-S. Yes. It's like that rocket raccoon or whatever from. Yeah. Oh, from Guardians oh, of the yeah. Galaxy. Yeah. But yeah. he's like not full-size human size. He's like child size. Yeah. Yeah, well, she says child. Yeah, she doesn't, yeah, she just says person, so I guess it could have been a kid. Yeah. Well, then she almost gets run over. <laughs> yeah, by some random car. Which I was like, also right. driving like a crazy person. Because if you're going to Fear Street, you're getting through as quickly as possible. Yeah. That's why there's so many accidents on Fear Street, because everyone drives like a maniac. And, and this is right near the cemetery. Every so I feel like we'd be like <laughs> driving through, like not even looking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In my mind, like one complete side of Fear Street is the cemetery. Like the whole, like everybody's near the cemetery. It's just I how I picture the it. The actual street is the cemetery. <laughs> like there are people buried under the road. I believe that. Yeah. Isn't it a? It's the Indian burial ground, right? Maybe. <gasps> That's Fear Island. Oh, okay, okay. Maybe they moved the headstones, but they forgot to move the bodies. Maybe. How many references can we make in this episode? <laughs> Alright, so, um, <laughs> it's a dead raccoon. Yeah. 
buddy count three. Right. Because I'm counting the two people who died at the beginning. Me too. And the raccoon. Yep. Um, oh, I didn't count she, the raccoon. I'm totally counting the raccoon. We counted the cat. In Listen, these the poor video. animals. I didn't count the cat either. These poor animals deserve to be counted. They yeah. didn't do anything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So she uh, she finally makes it to Rachel's. She freaks out Rachel's mom and then rushes up to Rachel's room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only to find another cliffhanger. She broke up with her boyfriend. You ruined my cliffhanger. No, it's okay. Her boyfriend broke up with her. her. At this point, I said... (laughs) She deserved it. No, I said, uh, so she's not dead. My theory is intact. Her boyfriend is breaking up with her. Does he not want to murder people for her anymore? He does not. Maybe he was done with it. Or maybe she was done with it and he wanted to murder people. So at this point... Maybe he just changed who he wanted to murder for. Like, right. Okay, no longer wanting to murder for Rachel, now I'll be murdering for Elena. Yes. Oh, when uh, she runs over the raccoon, though, that has like my favorite description. When he's describing the raccoon, so he's like this gross. massive raw, raw meat. Yeah. It's so gross. It's gruesome. It was gross. Like, she legit ran it over. Yeah. Like, with the wheel. Like, okay, he faked me. was, like, guts everywhere. He faked me out on that one, though, because I thought legit she ran something over because I was like, you can't be pulling this again. (laughs) You know? We've done this already. Little do you know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So then she, like, proceeds to cry about and sob about her boyfriend breaking up with her, but she never once brings up the fact that she went out with Justin. Right. She never once even, it doesn't, it's like it never happened. She's so overdramatic, too. Why doesn't Lizzie say, well, you know, like, in a nice way? She could have been like, well, you know, you went out with Justin that time, so it couldn't have been that serious. Yeah. You know, like, it's not a big deal. No, what she actually says is, you made me come over here for that. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, excuse me, I thought you were dying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what really happened was the phone lines went out, because I guess that can happen in a storm. It really can't happen. Okay, well, it, it never happened to me, so... I don't think it happens a if, lot. I feel like if it would have happened to me, I probably would have had a freak out because <laughs> it always happens in horror movies. Like, they cut the line. Yeah. yeah. You know? So I feel like if I ever picked up the phone and the line was just, like, dead, I in when I was growing up, I would have, like, ran screaming from the house. Like, someone's coming in. Okay. Um, so she, Lizzie, you know, makes Rachel feel better because she's nice and goes home and her dad is waiting for her and she thinks that He's going to yell at her because she ran out of the house like a crazy person and stole his car to go over Rachel's and said nothing. Um, but actually, he's waiting to tell her that they caught the murderer and that she's doesn't have to worry about it anymore, even though he still hasn't found Simone, but whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but apparently, the guy that is the murderer is, like, typical gross, like... It could have just been, like, a normal looking man. Oh, no. That'd be yeah. the worst it's of the, the worst. the cliche yeah. like... Murder right? He escaped from prison. He smiled at the camera. With his rotten teeth. Oh Black my God. rotten teeth. Yeah, he was guilty as fuck. And red herring number five. Mm-hmm. Oh, is yes. this a, is it at this point where she wants to eat candy and she keeps fat shaming herself about it? Because that really kept pissing me off. Every time, like, someone, you can eat one goddamn candy bar. Like, can we calm down? Oh, she did talk a lot about eating chocolate. Every single time she ate a candy bar, it was, like, brought up that why she shouldn't eat it, but she's going to do it anyway. And I was just like... It just kept kept Who does that to themselves every single time you want to eat one candy bar? Yeah. It really just made me want a candy bar. Yeah. It was like, (laughs) Carl Stein, like, trying to tell teenage girls they shouldn't be eating candy? Ah, maybe. 
<laughs> but we didn't talk about how Rachel's boyfriend broke up with her for Elena. Oh, right. right. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, so she's like the boyfriend stealer of all boyfriend stealers. A little bit. Yeah. Well, and I feel like, what's her boyfriend's name? Gideon? Yeah. I feel like Gideon is a little bit of a gold digger. Yeah. Like, he really wanted Rachel to win that money, mm-hmm. and now he's going to, like, the richest of all the rich girls? Yeah. Maybe uh. he's just, like, positioning himself to be with whoever wins. Like, maybe he's, yeah, like, feeling probably. like the tides are turning, and Elena is, like, gaining ground. Yeah. Probably. He's not good Scumbag. either. Nobody yeah. in this is good. But oh. I, am I the only one who pictured, like, Gideon from, like, the MTV VJ? <laughs> no, but Gideon, I will now. Gideon, I forget his last name. Like he, remember, with the glasses? Yes. That's who I pictured. Oh, yeah. I totally time. did without, like, thinking about it because I hear Gideon and think, like, nerdy, blonde hair, glasses. No, black hair. All right, well. Um, so Lizzie sees a newscast of the killer, mm-hmm. which we talked about, uh, most cliched killer ever, and she goes to bed feeling sad but safer, and then in the middle of the night she wakes up to a loud banging. It's the cops. Rachel is dead. And they need to talk to Lizzie. She was the last person to see her alive. Mm-hmm. Body count to four. Yeah. Um, One actual official justice book dead person. Also, that is not how you tell somebody that their friend is dead. <laughs> Worst cops ever in yeah. this book. They're terrible. Yeah, I mean, I'm just happy that somebody's but actually dead. But well, how was she the last person to see him alive, her alive, whenever they said, like, her dad begged her to go to ice cream? She wouldn't, I she wasn't there for that. I'm assuming, no. I'm assuming they meant. Besides her family? Right, besides her parents, mm-hmm. and also they're the worst cops ever. So. Okay, Giddy and Diego. Oh, yeah. Gosh. That's, this is who I was picturing the entire time. I had a crush on him. Yeah. Um. MTV News, sorry, not MTV yeah. DJ. Uh, Yeah. I mean, her parents are also terrible. They left her... I mean, I guess she don't want to get ice cream. She well, forced her kid to get ice yeah, cream. Yeah, and they said they, like, saw the the killer was caught. And, yeah. You know, yeah. they felt like it was okay. They felt safe. Yeah. And they weren't. Yeah, but there goes my theory. Sorry. Uh, until then, I thought it was Rachel. It wasn't Rachel. It wasn't Rachel. I thought she was doing it for the money, because it made sense. But, but I feel like it's a person... pretty good red hair. They changed their M.O. at this point because they didn't take her body out of the room. And in all the other murders, they were taken away. So right. I felt like the M.O. had changed at this point. Which is, like, a serial killer doesn't usually do that. Right. Wow, oh, were you starting to question? I was, yeah, I was, I was thinking, like, why was she left and the others weren't? Right. So, yeah. So, it's a week later, and Lizzie is at dress rehearsal for the musical. Um, because she's the set designer. And Dawn is now the... I guess Dawn was the understudy, so she's now... I don't uh, think they had an understudy. Maria I feel like they were just, yeah, I don't think there was an understudy. I feel like she was just like... There were, they, they made it seem like they just like went and begged her to do it, which I was like, why can't somebody else that was in the play do it? Dawn made it, made it seem that way. Yeah. She, that's probably what she thinks happened. Um, so is this at, this at this time was when the prop room becomes... Like a place that is being visited? Um, yeah. So not only is she in charge of the set, she's in charge of the props, too. Right, right, right. So, um, Dawn thinks that somebody's killing off the prom queens, mm-hmm. which, like, makes sense. Yeah. I mean, two down. Um, and 
and she's kind of freaking out about it. Yeah, she's super paranoid. Yeah. I thought she was next. I I didn't like Dawn, but this made sense. Like, she yeah. knows what's going on. Yeah. Not, like, as in she knows who's doing it, but she's, you know. Yeah, yeah. She's, um. She's got her uh, hand on the dial. So, the rehearsal begins, and Lizzie loosens a rope to drop a new set piece down, but instead she drops one of those big sandbags, um, and it lands with a sickening thunk, and we have cliffhanger number, like, 11. Right. So, this is the chapter that I was like, damn it, Lizzie is suspecting everyone, and it's blowing holes into my theory. Because at this point, I still kind of thought it might be Gideon, and he just, like, had the bloodlust. But she was suspecting him. And then I was like, Robbie kind of makes sense because he was, like, all about Dawn being Maria and Sound of Music. But, like, that's too obvious a red herring. So at that point, this is the point where I was like, or what if it's Simone and she staged the whole kidnapping? This was the point where I started to be like, Simone's been missing for a long time and nobody seems to care. (laughs) So... So this is where you suspected Simone. Yes. I crossed Gideon off my list whenever Rachel died because I figured you wouldn't dump her. And that then makes you look really, yeah. you know, you know, they're going to question you first. Right. Yeah. Um, so Lizzie drops the sandbag and she thinks she's killed Dawn. And I was basically like, yay! Yeah. I was like, I'm weirdly okay with this. Yeah. Um, but she didn't. It missed Dawn, but now Dawn's How heavy out. are these sandbags? Holy crap. I think there's something pretty heavy. Okay. Um, I was anybody in drama? Does anybody know? None mm-hmm. of us were in drama. Well, that's okay. Um, so, uh, so she's freaked. Now Dawn's freaked out again, and Robbie insists it was an accident. Nobody is after the prom queens, and holy crap, would somebody just please focus on his damn play? Yeah, <laughs> I kind of started suspecting Robbie again at this point because I'm like, maybe he like rigged that like sandbag to fall because he has like too much access to this whole. Right. He's so one-dimensional, like, yeah. I am the prize. Yeah, that's why in this chapter I said, and now she suspects Robbie, which means it's not him. Uh-huh. So that's why I was like, oh, he's the he's totally the red herring. Like, yeah, he's been yeah. the red herring the whole time. You want me to think it's Robbie, yeah. so it's definitely not Robbie. So Lizzie freaks out on Robbie, which she deserved, and she leaves, um, not just rehearsal, but the school. She gets in her car, she drives away, and then somebody is in her back seat and grabs her while she's driving. Yeah. Which I was like, um, hello. So dumb. I was like, you suck. And she hits the guardrail and yeah. doesn't even mention the fact that, like, he just, like, ruined her parents' car. Yeah. And almost got them killed. Right. Like, I would have been like, if we didn't k- get killed, I would have been like, hello, you're paying for these damages. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> It was Lucas, by the way, because he is awful and creepy. Lucas is the worst. So creepy. He's like, uh, he's so disgusting and sleazy. He's like that guy who thinks he's so hot and like, it's totally not just gross. And it just turns off everybody he talks to. He's like a used car salesman. He's disgusting. Except one that follows you home and like hides in your, under your bed. Exactly. Um, so he's like, oh, let's go make out or something. Right? Yeah. Like, ugh. So, yeah. Um, it's Lucas. He causes her to crash. She flips out. She tells him to get out. Like, she, Lizzie's not having any of this shit. No. Yeah. Um, 
I like the way she handled it. Oh, me too. I loved it. I was like, Lizzie, you are a badass. Um, when he refuses to get out and continues to try and talk to her, she starts the car again and drives back to school and Lucas grabs her again. And I'm like, She's basically like, I'm going to scream, I'm going to call the police. Oh, yeah. Like, and then... She's like, I will call the cops and the principal. I will get you suspended. Yeah. Um, she just flips out on him, and it's amazing. Yeah. It was great. Um, so after she's done being awesome and Lucas is done being Gross. terrible, yeah, uh, she heads home and finds that her parents are out, and Justin is waiting for her in the kitchen. Not creepy at all. Not um, even a little bit. And her parents were... In, like, the dark. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's just, like... And he's, like, eating carrot cake. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting at the table in the dark eating cake. Oh. I, honestly, at this point, I was like, we could have Justin in on it. Yeah. I thought he's so, too. Killer. I thought, I thought we were getting to the reveal. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. It's so like, early for it, though. It is early. Yeah. Um, but he's not. He's just creepy. Uh, he He's waiting for her, and he tries to hit on her. And then she turns him down, and he gets angry, and he storms out. And I didn't understand why he was waiting for her in the kitchen to awkwardly hit on her. Yeah, to ask her to prom. Did him and Elena break up? I think Lizzie's just the only person in town left that he hasn't dated. It's true. He's She's definitely the only one in that group. Um, but also, I think he was, like, red herring number seven. Oh, yeah. At this point. And he was, Wait, so... is this the point where he comes over to say, like, don't tell anybody no, about that's Suki? Later. Oh, no. That's Why later. did he bring up the Suki thing at this point, then? Because he's stupid. Okay. But also, like, why is everyone asking Lizzie out? Because it's... I told you, like, R.L. Stein likes people to ask her out... Ask out the mean girl and for her to say no. Yeah. And get all these, like, unwanted affections coming at her. So that we like her? We think yeah, she's so we think she's popular. a bomb.com. Yeah. I guess. Um, she's very faithful to this Kevin that she doesn't see. Okay. Yeah. She's the only faithful one in this I mean, book. good for her. I guess. It works out well for her. Yeah. <laughs> um, Spoiler. <laughs> Lizzie doesn't die. She's the final girl. Yeah. Oh, and then, so after Justin leaves, Lizzie goes to bed, and she has a really terrifying dream. Creepy dream. I didn't write it down because it creeped me out, so does anybody remember what happened was, it? They were, like, on the stage, and then suddenly, like, all the prom queen candidates are on stage, and then their faces turn to skeletons and, like, basically melt off. Their faces their melt off. shoulders are, like, white worms. Yeah. yeah. It, it was like it was uh, creepy. in uh, the Indiana Jones movie with the Nazis and their face melt. It was, That's yeah. What it was like. More really good description. Yeah. yeah it was I like creepy. It was disgusting. I usually don't like reading like dream sequences, but. Yeah, this one was really good. This gross. one was short and it didn't bother. Like, it was yeah. a good description. And he didn't try to hide that it was a dream, dream. sequence. Yeah. Like, you knew. Which I hate yeah. when they think they're being clever. Yeah. And you're like, okay, it's clearly a dream. Yeah. <laughs> so I like that. Yeah. Um, and so I guess the next day, Lizzie is at lunch and Lucas harasses her again because that's what he does. Um, and then she talks to Elena. Yeah, is that how you say it? Oh, Elena. Because they went for like a walk. Yeah, and then they're ta- they talk about like the election and giving. And how speeches. long is this lunch period? Because she went and got lunch in the line. Then she like ate the lunch with that random dude. 
and they had a conversation for 10 minutes, she said. And then she said, and Elena came over, and then she said, so they still had 20 minutes. I'm like, long? I mean, we barely had time to go in, get the food, eat the food, and done. Apparently, their lunch period only has 20 people in it, because she was in that line for, like, a second. Yeah. Yeah, but still, like, that's already 30 minutes right there, not counting her getting to lunch or being in line. Uh, yeah. Or walking to this park. They weren't even on campus anymore. They went to Shadyside Park. Oh, they did go to Shadyside yeah, Park. Yeah, so it's they, like, they have a really a long, long lunch. experience. Yeah. Um, so when they come back, there's a pep rally, and the girls have to give a speech, um, all the nom- nominees, and I guess they all basically talk about, like, Rachel and Simone. Yeah, that was, stuff. like, a big letdown, because they kept talking about these speeches, like, building it up, and then we never even got to hear them. No. She yeah. was just like, they were, they were fine. They were fine. They were whatever. Um, and then that evening, Lizzie goes back to school to fix one of the sets for the musical, and she turns on the theater lights and screams. Cliffhanger. Wow. There's a lot of cliffhangers. There's so many cliffhangers. Um. Oh, I also want to say in that chapter earlier, Lizzie, do not go to prom with your cousin. Like, just because Dawn was like, you can't go by yourself. Do not bring your cousin. No, go by yourself. Be awesome. Yeah. Oh, wait, and you just told off the gross dude. Just go by yourself. Before this happens, Elena tells, uh, when they're in the park, Elena tells um, Lizzie that she's going with Bruce Chadwin. Who? Who? Yeah, real guy. And then they, like, talk about him as if it was brought up earlier. And Mm -hmm. I I thought she was going with Gideon. Yeah, well, I guess that after no. Rachel died, they broke up because she was like, I'm going with Bruce Chadwin. And she's like, Dawn's going to be so mad. And I'm like, yes. why? Dawn said she had five different. She never said this who This is she why was. I was like, Dawn's faking it. She has no dates. Yeah. But I was just like, his name was never brought up. I mean, Dawn never, like, yeah. maybe they cut that chapter. Maybe <laughs> there was a chapter in there where Dawn, like, said who she was going with and they decided to cut, cut it. Or maybe it's like a character from a previous book we didn't read and we're supposed to be like, oh, Bruce. Um, so then I started suspecting Dawn again because I was like, well, we just found out that she right. stole her prom date. Well, yeah, because the cliffhanger is that. Elena is dead and her body is lying on the stage. Um, it was- Emma has changed again because she's not stabbed. <laughs> and yeah. also she's not in her house. Right. Yeah. And she wasn't moved. Serial killer doesn't know how serial killing works. No. Right. So she's been pushed off the catwalk or something? Right. Yeah. Why was she even in there? Yeah, that's a really good, good question. question. But she wasn't in the play, was she? I don't think so. They should have had her be like an extra or something. Yeah. But uh, like, it was like her face was bashed in just like Lizzie's dream. Oh. Yeah. So later the doc- cops... And was there something about like... <laughs> I just kept thinking about the raccoon too, because they were describing it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, my yeah. god, it's the it's a twist. It's like a it's like the raccoon, it's the raccoon and the dream." Oh, gross. <laughs> um, so then the cops come and they question Dawn and Lizzie, and Dawn tells them her theory about the prom queens, but they're dismissive because they're stupid. Right. And the janitor was hanging around too at this point, so that's when I was like, "Janitor again?" Yeah. Yeah. But okay, there have been. Four girls now that have either gone dead or missing? Are we at four? Or five? Five. We're at five. We're at five. Well, body count is five, but I'm right. counting the rest. No, no, there was Stacy and Tina, which was the at original the two. Right, right. And then Rachel and Elena and, and Simone. Simone. Right. So there's I'm five. counting the raccoon as six. dead, but, but not Simone. Because Simone's just 
missing. missing. Well, but at this there's point, five we... dead or missing, right? Yeah. Right. And the co- and three of them right. are prom queen nominees. And Dawn's like, somebody's after us. And the cops are like, nah, yeah. you're crazy. Nah. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it was a refreshing change of pace for them to actually call the police. Good boy. in none of the other books do they think, oh, shoot, I should call the cops. So... The cops get called a lot in this one. Right. But they don't get called in other books, so they don't have a lot of practice. Seeing how they act in this one, I kind of, like, I get why they are not called in the other books. Yeah, that's true. It makes sense. Yeah. Because they're terrible at their job. Yeah. Um... So then Dawn leaves, and Lizzie goes, oh, I guess they're at Lizzie's house, and Lizzie goes to bed, and her phone rings later, and she answers it, and this is a boring cliffhanger, but it is still a cliffhanger, because that is the end of that chapter. <laughs> oh, jeez. Just this is a super short chapter. Oh, yeah, there were a lot of them it's that like were really short. like three pages. Um, it's Justin on the line, because now apparently he's going to stalk Lizzie as well. Yeah. He wants to come over, and Lizzie does the stupid thing and says, okay. Uh, they talk in her den, and Justin wants to know what Lizzie told the cops. And Lizzie's like, why do you want to know? And then he's acting all creepy, and he has a, uh, letter opener in his mm-hmm. hand. Yeah. And she's like, oh god, what if it's Justin? Yeah. And I, at the same time, was like, oh god, what if it's, what if I was wrong? What if it's Justin? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, two red herring. I, I really thought it was Justin, though, for- Yeah. Pages. Yeah. It was a good red herring. It was as good a red herring as Robbie. So. Yeah, I was, I was really, like, it was really tense. And then Lizzie's dad shows up right as I thought Justin was go- going to attack her. Mm-hmm. And he, thank God, kicks Justin out of the house, but nicely. I would not right. have been that nice. Yeah. Um, and then he doesn't yell at Lizzie, and I really would have yelled at Lizzie. Yeah. But... What number am I at for red herrings? Because I think Justin was like the seventh one. I'm at seventeen cliffhangers. Nice. I have eight. Eight. Mm-hmm. Good boy. Um. But you had an extra one. You had Kevin. Yeah, I did. So I'm at seven. Okay. Well, wait, did you suspect the janitor? No. Oh, okay. Well then. But I think I suspected somebody you didn't. Must have. Because I'm pretty sure I'm at seven. So Lizzie goes back to bed, and then she spends the weekend at home doing nothing and being a little depressed, which I get. I'm getting some rest. It actually, besides the depressed part, sounds like the best weekend, to be honest. Um, <laughs> she was like, she didn't get a shower, she hung out in bed all day. I'm like, I want to do that. So Monday is the dress for her rehearsal, and it goes terribly. So bad. It's apparently the worst dress rehearsal to have ever happened. Um, when it's done, Justin, like, comes and harasses Lizzie again while she's cleaning up, and then he asks her to prom in the creepiest way anybody has ever asked anybody to prom. Like, by cornering her and... In the prop room. Yeah. Above the, like, on the catwalk. Yeah. I thought he was gonna murder her again. She found out that Kevin could come at this point, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So she found out... Right. She found out that Kevin is... Kevin's dad finally said he could come to prom. Yeah. So he's coming, which thank God gives Lizzie an excuse to tell Justin to get the hell away from her. But, um, so I just want to point out that before that, like that night when Lizzie was at her, like in bed, 
the most cliche thing happened. She heard like tapping on her window and was like, oh, it's just a tree, a tree in the breeze. It's like horror movie cliche right there. Yeah. Yeah, like scratching on the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. I was, really... I was thinking about Emma Lynn. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I was actually really into this chapter. I It was so tense. I didn't even, I was just reading it. Like I didn't think to take notes or anything. I, just, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, is Justin going to kill her? <laughs> yeah, she also had a slightly ajar closet door, which is, like, this book is full of slightly ajar closet doors. Yeah, Great. is that one of your things, too? No. No? I you're should've... okay with that, but you're not okay with, like, uh, shower curtain clothes? Oh, no, no, I don't like slightly. <laughs> I, that was one of my irrational fears. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Like, but, uh, in my house, I just assume it's the cat, so. Uh, okay. Me, too. It lets me excuse a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Um... So, after Justin leaves, uh, Lizzie goes to meet Don, and then they talk, and then Don heads out of the... Are they in the... Where are they at this I think point? they're in the backstage. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, they're backstage, and then Don heads out to, like, on stage. Mm-hmm. And, and she puts on Lizzie's jacket. Yeah, she yeah. puts on Lizzie's leather jacket. Even though she says it's so too hot. hot. It's so hot, so I'll put on your jacket. Yeah. No you shouldn't Honestly, wear this. I'm gonna wear yeah, it. Yeah, that's what it was. I think yeah. she's gonna steal the jacket. Right. Okay. So she, with Lizzie's jacket, she which makes sense because she's Jessica Wakefield. Right. right. Jessica Wakefield likes to steal clothes. Right. <laughs> so then she hears uh, Lizzie hears Dawn scream, and uh, that's cliffhanger number eighteen. <laughs> and in, in the next chapter, Lizzie rushes out to the main theater and she sees Dawn wrestling with a figure holding a knife. Yeah. So this isn't even a fake out. Like, this is, shit's going down. Yeah, and she says it's a guy. Yeah. So uh, she keeps guy. insisting that. And she runs to help, and she trips over a cable like a dumbass. Right. I, Probably she put up that cable. Because I I, she does, like, I everything really, behind the scenes at that point. I really That's what I was thinking that's Robbie still, because I'm like, he's, like, in there doing all this stuff. He's I, putting this cable so she would trip on it. I actually really hated this part because it took a lot of the tension out of the moment because it yeah. seemed like a gag like you know oh triple Oops. banana peel right. like type of thing i wish she had ran and she just didn't get there fast enough yeah mm-hmm. is what i wish had happened so she trips over a cable and face plants and dawn gets stabbed and stops struggling right and, in front of her yeah like right in front of hardcore. her and the killer turns towards lizzie and that's the next cliffhanger but lizzie sees the killer finally and i called it yeah <laughs> in like the first chapter it's simone and now she only has one person left on her kill list yeah but and like, it's lizzie yeah but i don't so here's here's where you lose me because she was killing people because they like hooked up with her boyfriend but she never killed her boyfriend. Right. She never killed her boyfriend, and she wants to kill the only girl who was like, ew, you're gross. I do not want to go out with you. Like, I don't buy it. And I don't... the only girl who even cared that she was missing. Yeah. Because Lizzie did care. Remember, she, like, right. drove over to the yeah. parents' house when yeah. they didn't want to, and right. she was, like, reminiscing about how they went to school together since yeah. kindergarten. And... Yeah. yeah, Lizzie was really worried about her. It's total bullshit. Yeah. So, like, maybe she was doing that, but... I feel like she was going to kill Lizzie and then show up at the prom and be like, I'm the queen, bitches. <laughs> like, like they would find her then. Right. Like, she yeah. kept me captive. Well, right, she said right, she was right. going to do. Yeah. So I I think, like, yeah, maybe she started out killing them because they cheated. 
I don't. But maybe she thought if she got crowned, got crowned prom queen, that Justin would like like her again. Yeah, and not like want to date anybody else. Yeah, maybe it's not her fault. He's terrible. Yeah, he's, he's a man whore. She should have dumped him like right when she saw him talking to that hot girl, and like she should have just traded Corey, and they could just like stalk mm-hmm. each other all day long. And yeah. Corey's still dating Lisa because Lisa doesn't understand that she's better than him. Yeah, Lisa, who uh, she's like president of the is that wait is that council. Lisa Bloom? Yeah, that yeah. Lisa. Oh. Yeah, yeah, of course. I kept wondering why the name sounded familiar, but I was like, maybe it's because Judy Bloom. Nope. Yeah, Lisa Frank and Judy Bloom. That's how I remember Lisa Bloom. Nice. <laughs> um, okay, so, um, yeah, Simone is the killer. She's doing it because Justin sucks. And after she's done telling her grand master plan, like all evil like people all do, villains. <laughs> um, she advances on Lizzie, and Lizzie backs up. And she keeps backing up until she finds herself next to the, the rope pulleys mm-hmm. to bring down the sandbag. But she doesn't know which one it is because apparently she hasn't spent all of her time putting up these sets. Whatever. But she closes her eyes, also stupid, grabs a rope, and pulls. And this is another cliffhanger. Um, but at least we're at the climax, so yeah. it's a little more appropriate. Yeah. But she does pull the right one, and the sandbag drops, and it lands on Simone's foot, and apparently it shatters her yeah. foot. Right, so that's why I was like, how in the world, like, how heavy are these things? I mean, yeah. are they like cinder blocks? Is that what they're, they're just, like, I really don't think that they would be using, like, cinder blocks in high school. Like, that's dangerous. Heavy. Especially with no supervision. No, yeah. there's no advisor. Right. So, Simone is laying there in terrible pain, and um, Lizzie rushes toward, towards Dawn to find out that Dawn's still alive. Yeah. Um, Which I was like, eh. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, nah. How? Still? Dawn is still alive. She is the most resilient character ever. This is her third near-death experience in this book. And I have to assume she had multiples, like, other times. Somebody doesn't almost die three times and not have other. Right. Like, Dawn is resilient is all I'm saying. Um, so it seems like the knife was um it went through the leather so it didn't like go all the way in no. so the the leather so the stealing of the clothes saved her life basically right. which means she's now never going to stop right um so she starts to go for help but she's tackled by simone who apparently worked herself through the pain and simone starts choking lizzie and lizzie thinks she's gonna die she's like passing out like this is the end but dawn to go back to your resilience yeah manages to grab the knife and stab Simone in the leg. Right. Which was awesome. Yeah. But how did Simone get over there if her foot's shattered? Right. She, like, I don't know. Army crawl? Yeah. She probably did army crawl, actually. Yeah. Well, that would have been, I would have liked that image. Yes. Agreed. Like, I was just, at this point, it was so dramatic, and I wasn't sure who was attacking who and who was winning. It was just all so much was happening, like, Simone breaks her ankle, then she gets stabbed yeah, in the really leg. Was it the same out, leg or a different no, leg? I really couldn't and figure out the body it. positioning. Like, yeah. how far away were they from Dawn? Yeah. Were they right on top of her? Yeah. I just, where was the knife? I yeah. Just, yeah, it was, it hard, was, it was hard to visualize. Confusing. Yeah, it could have been, be- it could have been better explained. Yeah. Um, but it was exciting. It was pretty exciting. It was kind of awesome. So. Oh. Where are we at? Oh, the struggle continues because Simone's <laughs> apparently a badass. Yeah. She's been stabbed and has a broken leg. And is still fighting. 
Yeah, and finally Lizzie, like, gets the jump on her, and she just, like, sits on her is what I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> and she starts screaming for the help, and the janitor comes. Yes. The go janitor. janitor, and he calls 911, and emergency services comes and carts Simone away and checks on Dawn, but it just scratched her because, yay, leather jacket. Right. Um, yeah, that was, that's pretty awesome. Like, all the prom queens are kind of vamps. Yeah, Even Simone. I mean, is... Except for Rachel. Oh, yeah, except for Rachel. <laughs> and boyfriend stealer Alana. Ugh. Dawn and Lizzie. All right, fine. And Dawn and Liz- Dawn, Lizzie, and Simone. Um, Three out of five. The, the epilogue is at prom. Mm-hmm. Okay, why did they still have the prom? Three people got killed. And one of them was a murderer. I mean, I guess everybody deserves a party? Cats, maybe they couldn't get their deposit back from the Halsey okay. Manor. At this point, I realized there was only, like, a page left when they, when she was sitting on Simone or whatever, and I'm like, oh my god, are we not getting a prom? Yeah. Like, after oh, all this, yeah, oh, really? I wanted a prom. I was like, why are they still having them? No. I'm like, we can't call it the prom queen and there's no prom. <laughs> I thought the climax was going to be at the prom. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like, that that's would have. That would have made more sense. Like, as they're, like, crowning or something. Yeah, like, yeah. Carrie. Like a Carrie Yeah. Exactly. So, and nothing happens. But nothing happens. No. We don't even get dress descriptions. No. We yeah, should get you, one you dress description. Just the original the dress. dress. The original dress that we already knew. But what was Dawn wearing? Something slutty? I wanted to hear about iridescent fabric. Okay, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but I did um, think, I thought it was nice that Dawn let her wear the dress. Me I guess, too. like. Like, thanks for saving my life? I yeah, guess she exactly. had her redemption, yeah, like, yeah, her, circle. Her yeah. redemption arc. Her hero's journey. Yeah. yeah. But I, I thought that was nice. Um, and, but of and course, she like, didn't have a date. She just had, like, a million boys. Right, uh, right. Uh, I was like, uh, yeah, but I was like, okay, maybe Dawn wasn't making it up the whole time. <laughs> because I thought she was full of shit. Like, nobody wanted to go out with her. But maybe no but, one did before, but now they're just doing, you know how people, like, flock oh, yeah. to, yeah. like, you know, dramatic yeah. events. Yeah, yeah. So, like, like, yeah. like uh, rubberneckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like uh, Daria, the misery chick. <laughs> I love that episode. Me too. <laughs> Why does Lucas get a date or a girl to ever talk to him ever? And who was the girl? I didn't remember. Some poor girl who didn't know any better. Lizzie yeah. was like, he, she's just as weird as he is. And yeah. I mean, he's not weird. He's a criminal. Was she in the, this book earlier? No, I, I don't think so. It was just a random girl. Okay. But I feel like she girl. probably was in another book and she was weird. Probably. You know, because... Did I... Okay, so... Did I miss the part where Simone said that she killed the two girls from the beginning? Or did yeah. she not kill them? Because I uh, thought... I, yeah, I, know. I thought that she you know, killed know. them because Justin dated them too because he yeah, was maybe. dated everybody. Um, they don't address if they she don't, killed them or if it was just... If the, it really was that kind of thing. Yeah, they don't address it. Yeah. Yeah, I was just, I was very confused by that. that I guess we only care about the girls from Shady Side. I definitely thought it was Simone the whole time, even those two girls. I thought <laughs> that Justin was sleeping with them too, and she was like, I've had enough, yeah. fuck this shit. But she didn't kill that one girl that she, they saw at Pete's Pizza. And she didn't kill Suki. Yeah. So. Maybe. That's true. She totally would have killed Suki. I know. Totally and she didn't Suki. kill that girl from the homecoming, or the prom queen, like, ceremony that he was talking to. Yeah. This is what I'm telling you. She, that was maybe, her, like... Okay, so maybe she didn't kill the first two. Maybe she only killed the girls who dated Justin who were supposed to be her friends. Right. 
Maybe it was just like. Well, I think she's just using it as an excuse to kill the prom queen so she right. can be prom queen. Yes, yeah. me too. Me too. She said it was because they like hooked up with Justin, but she was just like that was just convenient. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought it was Simone halfway through because I'm like, is she still missing? That's like a red yeah, flag. Like I told exactly. you, like Cassie had texted me before I started reading and was like, Simone's still missing, and I was like, well, you know, missing girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> usually means they're the right. person. So. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't see a body in Fear Street, you, they usually come back. Yeah, just like Game of Thrones. Yeah. If there's no dead body, they're not dead. Like, if they weren't buried in the ground at a funeral, even, well, no, that's not true. Sometimes yet. you still come back. You still come back, because there's a, there's a Fear Street relaunch book, that one I let you borrow. I haven't read it About yet, Blade or whatever. Well, he gets buried, and he comes, my boyfriend's back, basically, is what oh, yeah. that, oh. uh, that book is based on. So, uh, what's next? I think we've uh I think we've talked this one to death. Yeah, let's hear your theory. I want to hear your theory. So I only have one theory for this book, other than who the killer was, and I was right, right so yeah. you know. Um, I have this theory about Arlstein and the cliffhangers. I think that he really, really has a thing for like Sherlock and other books that were originally written as serials. Oh yeah. So he writes his books as if each chapter is going to be like a serial that goes into like like a newspaper or a magazine to yeah. be read read like one at a time. Because that's what this felt like. This felt like I was reading one of those old serials. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. I buy that. I'm sorry. It's not as salacious as my drug references. No. But totally. I didn't have any drug references for this one. No, yeah. But, I mean. I he, tried. Even though I feel like that wasn't Simone's actual motivation, it, this was definitely, like, don't cheat. Like, this was a mm-hmm. PSA about, like, not cheating. Don't be a man anymore. Or eating candy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I didn't, I, I really don't like that it was a lot of, like, girl-on-girl stuff, you know? Like, she didn't kill her boyfriend? I don't like that it was a lot of, like, if she, if it had actually been about prom queen, I would have liked that more because it had nothing to do with the guy. Right. It was all yeah. about, like, the competition. And right, the, right, right, right. Yeah, know, that's why it was, and... like, so much girl-on-girl hate. Yeah. And I did not like that. But, but uh, like, can we say that the main character in this book was, like, our best main character? Oh, so yeah. hands down. Oh, yeah. Totally. Like, I love There was Lizzie. nothing wrong with Lizzie her. Lizzie and me were, yeah. like... Yeah, yeah. I didn't have any problem with her, except for the candy shaming. Right. I didn't... I, like, thought she was... I want to hang out with Lizzie. Right. Yeah. She had, like, appropriate responses to all... Everything. Of that. Creepiness. Yeah. Creepiness yeah. and the grief and yeah. feeling yeah. bad and feeling good. And, yeah. like, she was... Faithful to her boyfriend, even though they didn't talk, so she... She didn't let anybody, like, creep on her. Mm-hmm. And even when Robbie tried to gaslight her, when he, they were like, it's the prom queens, and it's like, you're stupid, it's not the prom queens, blah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. She was like, no, you're an idiot. Yeah. And just yeah. stormed out. Yeah. She was the best. Yeah, she was the best so far. Hands down. So what did you think about this one your first time through? I liked it. Yeah. Um, this was my favorite so far. Um... This is definitely a book that I would read today. Like, this is a book, like I said, I would, I like the cover, I would pick it up if I saw it on the shelf. Everything that happened, the, like, mystery elements, would be something that I would read. Like, I, I really liked the, the mystery to it. And as much as I, like, joke about all the red herrings, like, I fucking love that. I suspect everyone when I read mysteries and thrillers. So the fact that Arl Stein was like, yes, suspects everyone was, like, totally up my alley. Yeah, yeah. I dug it, for sure. <laughs> nice. This was definitely my favorite so far that we drew. Yeah, same. Like, I would I would read this today, too. Yeah. yeah I think it holds up great. Yeah. Yeah. 
And but then, when doesn't it hold up great? <laughs> For dated references? Yeah. Um, there weren't as many, though. I All I have is the mail, the snail mail. Yeah. You know, yeah. with Kevin. Isn't it Kevin? Yeah. Yeah. Kevin. yeah. Kevin and the pen pal thing, which they would just text and FaceTime. You know right. what I mean? Like, they wouldn't. They would have they would, a better relationship, I guess. Then, like, oh, they they said, like, lock, make sure you lock up with the car. Like, nobody has to lock individual uh, doors anymore, you know? And so, you just hit the button. Right. Yeah. And then um, the, the payphone, mm-hmm. the Christian Slater movie. Yeah. I don't think anyone would be like, the new Christian Slater, are you so excited? Yeah, I might be. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well that would be, like, iRobot, or iRobot, I keep doing that. Is he in a show that I'm not watching? Yeah. Dude, Christian Slater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love Christian With Christian Rami Slater. Malek. Oh, um. Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. Yeah. yeah. And um, the last one I had was, what the hell is a scrungee? Yeah. I was not, I was offended. Yeah. Um, It's scrunchy or nothing. No. I think Arl Stein and his editors just have no idea what it is. Right. Like they, just, they spelled it S-C-R-U-N-G-I-E. I Scrungy, yeah. which sounds disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like something you would clean out like your pipes with or like, scrub your floors with. Gross. Like not something you'd put in your hair. Gross. Oh, I have that I noted that too. It was so gross. But that was all I had for data references, so that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean they said headphones, but you know, it could have been headphones today. Headphones. So, yeah. I think it could have easily been they didn't say updated. Walkman. Yeah. Yeah. And it they wouldn't have even had to change a lot of the book. Like the contents of the book. They could have just changed it to email and Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was disappointed on my sweater count though. Only one RL sign, only one. So really? Sorry. You're slacking. Yeah, but it was May. May. It okay. was prom season. But People like, are not they wear sweaters in Shady Side. It's always cold in Shady Side. Yeah. That's true. It is. That's true. Spooky. But at least you got fog. There's mysterious fogs. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> fires that don't go out. Yeah. Are you have to sweaters. wear a sweater. <laughs> descriptions in general like yeah, yeah. like maybe two and then yeah. the dress right the one dress and then that's it i wanted dresses Which, i wanted yeah, all yeah. kinds of dresses it's pretty funny that this is the one with the least amount of descriptions for clothing yeah. and this one has the biggest reason to describe yeah. clothing i know maybe yeah. he just didn't know what prom dresses looked like yeah maybe. I mean, he did talk a lot about their costumes. There was constant mention of like nun habits. Yeah, so. he really likes sound of music. He's yeah. got a thing. We had kills though. It's our first one. We did. Kills. Yes. Real kills. Legit not kills. animal kills. Actual kills. Five, four people, one raccoon. Yeah. Five people, one Boom. raccoon. Boom. Yeah. Two I was really excited. During two humans yes. during the book and not before the book. Yes. It was good. I'm glad. I'm glad. And I'm glad the twist was not. Actually, it was kind of. They were alive the whole time. Yeah. Well, it was. One was. One was. And the thing is, is. Only the co- dumbass cops said she was dead when there wasn't a body. Yeah. yeah. Although, you know, if you're missing after 48 hours, they, they don't kind declare of presume... you dead. Well, they presume you're dead. They were looking for that Duquesne kid for months. That's true. They don't, they're not just like, <laughs> oh, it's been two days, you must be dead. In Shadyside, they are. That's true. <laughs> Good point. Everyone's dead in Shadyside. Only after you're straight. Yeah, that's true. So we had a Suki sighting. Mm-hmm. We did have a Suki sighting. We had Pete's Pizza. We had Pete's Pizza. Oh, I have all places written down that we had. We had Fear Street Woods, Halsey Manor House, which 
I don't think ever shows up again. No. I'm hoping there's a backstory to it, though. Mm -hmm. Pete's Pizza, Division Street Mall. That's not... Is that the mall that's in the other books? The earlier ones we read? No, like... Like all of them? Yeah. I don't know. Like, is Dolby's in Division Street Mall? I guess because Pete's Pizza's in the mall, which I didn't remember. What? That. Yeah. This is no, it. that's crazy. He I said don't they went that. to Division Street Mall to go to Pete's Pizza, and then she goes out into like the into the like main mall to fight with Justin in front of the fountain. I thought it was a fountain outside. I think oh. it was like outside the store in the mall. Oh yeah. Right. And then we got North Hills, woo Pittsburgh, uh, <laughs> Ferreras. Is that how you say that? Uh. The dress shop is called Ferreras. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I don't recall that from any of the books. Uh, the Fear Street Cemetery and Shadyside Park. I give this five out of seven red herrings. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. why I kept being like, how many, how many red herrings am I at? <laughs> because I wanted to make sure that I had all the red herrings. I think it's but seriously, there were so many red herrings in this book. Everyone was a red herring. I gave it five out of five, and I couldn't think, I couldn't decide if I wanted to go with Bloodstained Tiaras or Glenn Close Wannabes from Fatal Attraction. <laughs> <laughs> five out of five, wow. Dude, I love this book. This is great. Like, this is pretty awesome. A 90s book that I would read today and yeah. like today. True, true. I thought it was great. Yeah. I'm a high rater, though, so if yeah. you haven't noticed, I rated the new girl pretty high, too. Yeah. Um, I give this one a 4.5 out of five man whores. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. I really liked this book. It was wow. a lot of fun. Wow, you guys did really like this one. I liked everything except for the candy shaming and they say the word moist. <laughs> oh, you're one of those. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really appreciate the moist. Wow. And the recur reoccurring roadkill again. Like yeah. we've, we've been there. Yeah. We did it. It seemed long. This time it was explicit, though. Last time it was like, I'm just going to keep driving. Oh, yeah, I'm not even going to check. At least she cared. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> True. Um, he just, and he didn't even know if he ran over a person, did he, in that book? He didn't just care. Like, uh, it might have been a person. I think it was an animal. No, he was going. all about Anna. Oh, yeah. He just couldn't wait to get there. He's just like, oh, did he not his face. care. Yeah. Um, Ghost girlfriend. So what else are you guys reading and watching? Well, I'm watching... I'm doing a rewatch, besides still Buffy with you guys, um, I'm rewatching Parks and Rec because I love that show so much and uh, I feel like it's the most legitimate view of what working in politics is like. Like, it's so true. Um, so I am rewatching that and laughing a lot. Uh, and then reading... Uh, I just started the Chaos Walking trilogy by Patrick Ness. Um, the first book is The Knife of Never Letting Go. Mm -hmm. um, I, I want to read that. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty good so far. It's dystopian and, like, definitely feels like one of those dystopians back when that was the big thing. But I've heard really good things. Oh, I, didn't, I haven't read that, but I read the, uh, what's his other one that's traumatizing and beautiful. Monster Calls? Yeah, yeah some yeah. Monster Calls. Mm -hmm. yeah, I love that one. Yeah, so. I read that one. That was really good. I also read, really cool. he came out with a new one. The Cadence called, one? Yeah. Yeah, I started it, but I didn't. Oh, I really didn't liked like, it. I did that. Oh, I, did, yeah, I'm not, I didn't put it down because I don't ever want to read it. I just wasn't in the mood, and I, yeah. it didn't like hook me right away. I was just kind of yeah. like, 
the first chapter. Yeah, it's called The Rest of Us Just Live Here, and it's about all the, like, background people in... The Hunger Games and yeah, yeah, Harry like, Potter and Twilight, and so it's, like, about the unpopular, not heroes. Not the special ones. Yeah, yeah. The, not the chosen ones. Right, oh, that's really right. interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I'm gonna check out. That's good. Um, I am still watching Aquarius on Netflix. I started that, but I'm only halfway through the first season. It's about David Duchovny's, like, a detective, and he's, um, like, it's about Charles Manson, so. You had me at David Duchovny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, I don't think I could keep watching it if I didn't know what happens to Charles Manson, because I just mm-hmm. am so yeah. annoyed by him that I just, yeah. but I know what happens to him, so I'm like, you're gonna get what you deserve, dude, so I'm yeah. all good. Um, and I'm going to watch Riverdale because it's coming out in May on Netflix, and I'm excited oh, really? to try it. Yeah, because yeah, I watch that. I want to watch it, but I don't watch TV if it's not on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> like the rest of us. Yeah, yeah. And I'm reading. I am doing a Sarah Destin reread of like some of her old books because she's having a new one come out in June. So I want to like catch up on her because I haven't read any of her books for years. I'm happy to say that they hold up too, because they were written in the '90s too. Nice, a oh, lot really? of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, a lot of them. Her early ones. I haven't read any Sarah Dustin. Oh, they're so good. That's if I could write like anybody, like it would be, she would be one of my top five. Yeah, I think most of her books came out when I was like, I don't like contemporaries, yeah. so I just never picked them up. I haven't read any of her like brand brand new ones, so yeah, I don't know if they like the last one I read was. What Happened to Goodbye, and it was written maybe, like, five years ago, and it was, like, eh, I just wasn't feeling it, so I kind of think maybe yeah, her best is behind her, but I guess um, we'll find out. Ooh. <laughs> right. um, also, I'm reading this book called Violent Ends. It's, like, one of those, um, like, collaboration books, but instead of it being, like, short stories, it's, like, one story that is, like, each chapter, I guess, is a different, like, author. And it's about, like, a school shooting, and it's really good. I don't know how they, like, plotted this book and got everybody's, like, stories, because, like, they're all connected. Wow. So, but it's, cool. it is, like, the best collab book I've ever read. Nice. What about you, Mia? Well, I've been watching uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 for oh, yeah. turn. <laughs> um, I'm, like, nine episodes in, I think. I love it. It's hilarious. Um, if you're into that kind of thing, if you like Rift Tracks or the original MST, um, highly recommend it. And then I'm reading, I just started The Graveyard Apartment by Mariko Kaliki. I actually don't know how to say that and I'm really, really sorry. Um, it's about a, like a possessed or haunted apartment, I think. Um, but it's been on my to-read list for a while because I've been waiting for the library to get it so that's it for tonight um make sure you follow us on twitter at fear street podcast and you can email us remember we like all the fanfic yeah at <laughs> fear street spelled out podcast at gmail.com and what's our blog uh it is fear street spelled out podcast dot blogspot.com okay. so we post a lot of uh just different things that go along with our episodes, so mm-hmm. fun stuff. So, so check comment out. and email. 
And you can subs- rate and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, we are now everywhere where podcasts are available, right? Yeah, we All should right. be pretty much everywhere. And if we're not where you get your podcast, let us know, and we'll make sure to get there, too. Yeah. And what are we reading next? Oh, what are we reading next? We are reading The Dead Lifeguard, the Dead Lifeguard next. All right. I Thanks. love it! <laughs> <laughs> so we're getting into our summer books. Um, so sure. next up is The Dead Lifeguard. If you want to see our the books that we're going to be reading for the rest of the year, you can check them out on our blog, or we'll probably post them on Twitter as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you Something. can make sure you read it before you listen. That's it. You have been warned. Come to Fear Street, and you're dead. 